Hello. Hello. Could that be any Hello. more of an English start? Hello there. Followed by a cup of tea. Followed by a cup of tea yeah. and, a, and a donut. A donut. I've just finished donut and dropped all the sugar down. And I've been frantically trying to brush it from my hands into my other hand. <laughs> you know. The marvel like at your other hand. I've been brushing it for the one into my other hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's You're no longer a flipper, it's just transposed. <laughs> <laughs> Get me water. Get oh. me water. Bienvenidos de nuevo a otro episodio del podcast de deducción, damas y caballeros. Disney Plus. Yeah, he started trabajando en mi español. You can't story? talk about Bruno. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, uh, I've I've been working on it. You know, it's it's a it's a work in progress. Um, yeah. But hearing hearing the Spanish teachers say the deduction is podcast, the podcast de deducción, because there's all th that th those noises in Spanish. It sounds so much cooler. Uh, then, then, then it sounds so much cooler than the way we butcher it as English people. I, I, I was thinking that, right? I was thinking that. But, you know, to that end, I was, you know, I, I was often thinking, like, if we ever got, like, kind of too big for our, our boots, me in particular, right? If I ever got too kind of uh, uh, egocentric or big-headed about the whole thing, it'd be a case of going, all right. Unless you're really ignorant or a child, you should probably know practically anybody can write a book okay. and she just she levels me she she yeah she brings me right back she brings me she we not realize how he's equipped this now <laughs> she provided a fantastic soundboard you're a part of us now you're one of us <laughs> part of the ship part of the crew <laughs> and I've, I've also got this one where if um if we ever have anyone on uh, for an interview and they start to talk about things that uh, we, we aren't aware of or we've not researched, then there's this. I know what a credible source is, and this is what a credible source is. <laughs> got that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then if, if, there's anybody, uh, if there's anybody really bugging me, uh, other than me, obviously, of course. Uh, yeah. But if there's anybody really bugging me, like an interview, I just want to kick out, or you know, it's all going wrong, or whatever, I can be like, "Profit's really bugging me to look at his weird face." <laughs> bless oh, you, God. my love, wherever you are. Yeah, you. you I feel you like so, something we should do at the end of the episode. You know, like on some TV series, I'll show the production logo, and I'll have some nattering bit of audio uh or usually on comedy things yeah. or something like that imagine yeah. like the ben card like i hate his face <laughs> just <laughs> randomly up there well i was i was thinking about this as well like you know how we we kind of joke uh we kind of joke around at the end credits uh, you know we, we pull silly faces on credits or we do the, the whole thing about being tossed over a cliff and all, all of these kind of recurring jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. what if right there's a there's a little bit with you know it's usually uh, uh, Sherlock and Watson sat either side of a, a fireplace. What if it's me and you on one side and we shoot this person from a, from behind and we get like a similar wig, 
So when he when he pans back, over, goes, "Is it her? Is it her in real life?" And we'll just play we'll play the sound effects over like it was just a double team just to try and get more views. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> she could be like our um, um oh, what's the villain's name from Inspector Gadget? She's not listening. That's what's the villain's <laughs> name from Inspector Gadget? Oh, it's gone as well. But the the one that sits at the back and goes, "I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> next time." That guy. Have her in there. Oh, I might have to head into the game as an arch villain. Who the Claw? Doctor Claw. Doctor Claw is not the Claw. Yeah, Claw. <laughs> we call it the Claw. We could call it the Claw. But we'd have yeah, to do we'll like a, we'd have to do a mascot like the 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 guy from Scary Movie Two. That would be his claw, and that would be hers. Yeah. Take my strong hand. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so uh, rather than that kind of me- meandering opening, guys, welcome back to another uh, serious, albeit not so serious, uh, episode of, <laughs> of the Deductionist podcast. We're, we're between. The two factions at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're between seriousness. It's uh, it's it's like it's like detail laced with uh, comedy. Um, Jennifer's got it. Doctor Claw, she's got it. Um, I, I I couldn't separate the the name Claw. Th- in my head, my brain's going Claw, Claw. But then Jim Carrey's popping up doing this. The Claw, and I'm like, it's not comedy. <laughs> uh, like, I, I I just I I, I poo pooed it. I got, I got rid of it. <laughs> I, 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 I sent it back. He pumped it. Yeah. So Merged everything. We are, we are, we are getting ever closer to the, uh, uh, the, the ten thousand, ca- ten thousand calorie, the, 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 the ten thousand subscribe. I've just eaten the Domino's, so that's, that's, that's huge. What, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what <laughs> I feel. <laughs> well, technically, just technically speaking, my legs now are pizza boxes. So uh, you know. <laughs> That's that's one of those things. The operation happened. went well. Then. <laughs> it was a rip, it was a rip roaring success. I can no longer stand. Um, <laughs> I, on a on a side note, I saw an interesting tweet from a guy who was going to get his prosthetic legs fitted, and the doctor said to him, uh, like, if he was if if I was the guy getting my legs fitted, he was like, the doctor said to me, "Do you want to be two inches bigger?" And I looked at him and went, "Yeah." And he just made me two inches bigger. You all wish you were me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. I really do. That's awesome. I'm just... Like, how cool is that? Um, but the um, the, the, the 10,000 uh, uh, mark is is on its way uh, and we were we were we were spit for, we were spitting back and forth ideas about how to mark the occasion and we came up with a few good ones uh, a, a few episodes ago um, but but feeling uh, inspired uh, and I wouldn't say inspired I just thought it would be hilarious I sent you a text last night just because I'd, I'd finished watching um, uh, a jackass forever um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I, I said to Adam, uh, "What if we mixed I memorize with Jackass?" <laughs> he was like, "Why have we, why have we done this by now?" <laughs> Let's get where, a taser. Where do we get the trolley? Where do we get the trolley? Uh, yeah. Can I have a two thousands haircut again? <laughs> put on our get put on some skater tunes. Find a Tesco car park. It's usually the late the latter end of it where there's yeah. barely any cars. A nice bush and yeah. uh, a couple of hobos to jump over on a skateboard. And Absolutely, pretty much. 
back we're, in our chat. Pretty much there. We're pretty much there. It's, we've just got to add, you know, the actual memorize concept. We'll crowbar that in somewhere. I'm sure. I, I, think, I think how that should work is we should do all that stuff. And then the I memorize bit is trying to remember why we did this in the first place. <laughs> is it a midlife crisis? Yes. Ah. Yes, yeah. of course it is. Why would it? Why would it be anything else? I'm a guy in the mid 30s, and I still actively watch cartoons. <laughs> same, same. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And my, my actual midlife crisis should be terrifying. I'll be the guy who's like kind of rocking back and forth in a corner, wearing a deerstalker, pretending to actually be Sherlock Holmes. That will, that will be that will be the, like the either my midlife crisis, then I flip out and like buy a, a horse-drawn carriage instead of a sports car, uh, <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. Imagine, yeah. uh, purse, you know, uh, some <laughs> some um, uh, uh, some busts of Napoleon, uh, you know, whatever it is, why not? you know, why not? yeah. Well, you know, steal the Borgia oh. pearl. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but on a, on a, go on. What were you going to say? I was saying buy the Orient, buy the Orient Express. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, or that we could buy that one instead. Well, that would be together. absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, be fine yeah. But it was your birthday the other day. Happy was. birthday! Happy Thank you birthday so much. Happy to you. And that's all I'm, I'm doing in terms of the song. Oh. That's it. Um, I. <laughs> I performed a rap for you over Skype. That didn't happen. That just sounded like a, a decent segue. Um, so what What did you do? Did you get up to anything fun? What did you get up to? You're working. I ate you? myself. I ate myself. Well, yeah, I was working, uh, unfortunately, uh, yesterday and this morning. So not a great deal, but the weekend we're off to check to, to, to sample that. Uh, yeah, it should be good. This, this is round two in Chester. Because we went for our anniversary back in Feb, and it okay. didn't quite go to plan. It sort of, uh, I think it's when I organise stuff, it just goes to shit, and it pretty much went to shit. Some of it was out of my control. It just, you just couldn't write what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly happened. <laughs> well, you you do yourself, you know, an, an injustice there, sir, because my my stag do was effing incredible. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> it was right. It was it was effing incredible. We managed to all stay alive somehow and together. Yeah, and we were even two hours early for one particular thing, which was <laughs> great. <laughs> I think for everything we were pretty much two hours early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. And that's when I realised I need a new phone. <laughs> You're not replacing <laughs> the old faithful, surely? Oh, they did. Oh, he's you gone. Get a new one a while ago. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A new one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. Easy, yeah. yeah. Should have done that years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, so to, to kind of uh, uh, go back the other way in terms of what I've been thinking about through the week, um, other than, uh, you know, various trainings and, and, and calls. Yeah, I've got my when, why, when don't I? You know, I, I pray at the shrine. <laughs> I, uh, I leave the, uh, the, the remains of uh, uh, several donuts at the foot of the shrine. And, uh, uh, and and I basically just stand there until uh, you know you tell me to get up. But you're not actually there. It's a voice that just exists in my head. So it's uh, it's it's one of those weird things. <laughs> I don't I don't know where that tangent came from. I apologise to everyone that was listening. That was weird. <laughs> I got a I got a Sherlock Holmes card. 
Good. Do you want to see it? Yes. It's got a, it's got a Sherlock Holmes joke on it. Oh. Get it. Is it the before before you bring it? Is it the one about the stolen tent? Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> See that deduction? <laughs> you know why that? Oh, is? Well, he knows. It, he knows. <laughs> it's because it's I made the card. I uh, I copyrighted yeah, the joke. Coming. It's my joke, yeah. which isn't true, but um, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a frequent flyer. Now, go on for those that don't know the joke. You may as well oh, share right. it with the re- You may as well share it with the rest of the class. It's gone. Where's it gone? Why has that gone? There it is. Camera's the right way around, isn't it? That's it. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. I can't seem to. Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson went on a camping trip. In the middle of the night, Holmes awoke and nudged his faithful friend Watson. Look up at the sky... And tell me what you see. Watson replied, I see millions and millions of stars. What does that tell you, Watson? Well, astronomically, it tells me there are millions of galaxies and potentially billions of planets. Horologically, does that say? Uh, I deduce that time is approximately a quarter past three. Meteorologically, I suspect that we will have a beautiful day tomorrow. Why? What does it tell you, Holmes? Holmes was silent for a moment, then spoke. And then... Watson, someone has stolen our tent. <laughs> I like it. I love it's it. A it's a great joke. It's yeah. a great joke. But it's it's one of those things that harkens back to, you know, the original way of thinking between somebody who's fascinated by deduction and somebody like Watson who can't see the wood for the trees. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's it. It's like... Um, uh, I, th- I, th- I think it was in uh, season one, episode three of mm. uh, of, of Sherlock, when Watson's looking at the shoe, uh, and he's reaming out why his trainers, kid, uh, liked him, laces yeah. have been replaced, this kind of thing. And he was like, how did I do? And Sherlock goes, good, really good, although you missed everything of complete importance. <laughs> you know, the same thing yeah. there, right? He, he was that great, was you know. He, about. Yeah. Absolutely, sort of like in a way. There's certain aspects that people capture about Watson, which are correct sometimes. Like the BBC Sherlock Show did it; they got the uh, the humour in him. He wasn't just a buffoon all the time. Like in recent anim- animated portrayals, <clears throat> Romeo and Juliet, he's just a, a complete and utter moron up until the end when you find out he's a, a villain of some sort. But there's a lot of con- like stuff out there, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, media-wise, where Watson is played off as a bit of a, a tool, but really uh, he's a learner, isn't he? He's sort of like he's overthinking half the time. Like he looks at yeah. the stuff and he uh, will get everything wrong because he's not looking at the obvious because he yeah. thinks he's supposed to be trained to see the unobvious and the small things. And I love it when they sort of do that with him sometimes. And even if it's just a birthday card, like a little joke like that, it just captures <laughs> great. a lesson of true Watson in there. Yeah, I, I mean, it. that's the one where Peter Kay would go, that's a joke, that, that's a joke. <laughs> because, because it is. It's one of those things that kind yeah. of exacerbates the realities of the story to make fun of it. And yeah. it's, I love it. I think it's great. I think yeah. it's great. There was um, there was a really bad one that I saw um, a, a, a while ago mm. with Holmes and Watson turning up to uh, to a dock. Uh, 
they were uh, they were about to uh, rent a rent a boat to go out um and they were Holmes was really annoyed and Watson was like why what what's up and he turned around and Watson was like nope don't tell me no ship sherlock like, oh dear yeah and that's the one where you kind of go uh, well, thanks for coming. Thanks for trying. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for yeah. ruining my day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like uh, when uh, it's, it, I think it was in one of the Family Guy cutaways, uh, Peter Griffin on the phone to Meg, who's working a, a, a sex line. And he goes, Well, I, I thank you for your effort, but I'm completely flaccid. <laughs> and then just put and then just puts the phone down but it's the same thing i think I, for the joke I, I thank you for your effort but i'm completely flaccid um, <laughs> uh, about, about the whole thing but but there we are right there we are um yeah so uh, what one of the things that's been uh that's been occupying my week um legitimately i've been thinking a lot about poison um mm poison uh <laughs> just in time for the jokes yeah well yes you are we could we could bring yeah. some back shortly now we're, we're kind of going 180 degrees in the other direction to talk uh, a little bit about poisons um do some poisons yeah let's do some poisons that sounds like a, an old guy from new york saying person um, <laughs> i was one of those poisons you know the poisons <laughs> was looking poisons Poisons. There was a there was a guy on, um, uh, I think it was called Perfect Day. It was the song that was in the soundtrack to uh, to the first Train Spotting. You know, oh it's such a perfect day. But there was a guy that said perfect like that. It was perfect day. I was like, e you, you're a you're a you're a good egg. You are. You're a good egg. Um, <laughs> Sapphic, keen to jump. Arsenic is his favourite. Well, well, yeah. uh, her favourite. Excuse me, I've done it again. One of the um, popular ones. But yeah, arsenic is my favourite. Well, you know, how, whatever you put on your Weetabix is entirely up to you. You know, um, <laughs> me personally, I, I would go with I would go with something else other than that. But um, yeah, anyway. So long story short, <laughs> in, in terms of some of the uh, some of the various study groups I'm in. Uh, there's one that's kind of frequented by medical students and toxicologists and doctors and the like who are studying all of this material to, you know, do what normal people would do with these kinds of educational tools and better their life. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas I'm just uh, hiving knowledge. Yeah, I'm, I'm hiving knowledge to try and uh, uh, use it for my uh, ex exploits in, in, in security work. <laughs> right. <laughs> But so uh, and to that end, I'm I'm kind of like the uh, the anomaly of the group, you know. I am the the, the, okay. the sore thumb, the ugly duckling, the black sheep. Um, but but you know, it's 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 okay in that area because when I I start to talk about uh, things that they aren't exactly sure of, you you get a lot of. I know what a credible source is, and this is what a credible source. Yeah, you, you get you get a lot of that halfway through. Yeah, so we were talking about um, um, like murder riddles and murder mysteries uh, and the like and this kind of thing and how the uh, the medical professionals that are involved uh, along along the way in terms of the process whether that be those that test uh, a DNA and epithelial cells and the various kinds of forensic applications from there right the way through to you know pathologists 
um, the the MEs that perform autopsies and all of this kind of material and everyone in between, but specifically from uh, from a medical side, you know, not from a not from a pol- not from a policing side or anything like that. And yeah. one of, if not the most hated uh, amongst them all, is is poisons. Uh, and, and again, I, I can't not hear that now as the New York guy saying persons. Um, is poisons. Because they are one of those things that can, uh, they can uh, 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 kind of give the appearance of um, other illnesses, of, of mm. normal diseases, of normal deterioration. Uh, if, if you're, dare I say it, poisoning people properly, Alliteration, aside, you know, alliteration aside, yeah. It sounds like some sort of professional way of doing this. Well, well, <laughs> I need there, a professional. There is and there isn't. There was, there was a number of books written by uh, poisoners, uh, and I've I've found what? one of them. What like murderers? Yeah. Um, Oh. One of the one of the ones here uh, referring to their use of where are we exotic poisons like arsenic, uh, so already mm. already in good company here, uh, uh, cyanide <laughs> and uh, household pro- uh, household products like visine and antifreeze. Uh, and uh, for, right. for, for Visine is just for just to clear it up on a on a global scale. If you don't know, uh, Visine is basically eye drops. It's, uh, right. it's, yeah, it's basically eye drops. So I'm this whole poison into my eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just sitting back to go. Uh, yeah, now that I have cataracts and I can't see. Oh, good lord! Um, <laughs> now to develop superhuman hearing and become daredevil. Um, that's, that's you just the pop one and you look down. And there's just two gaping holes <laughs> where your eyes walk. <laughs> How do I look? <laughs> we, we shouldn't laugh. Cause yeah. It probably happened to someone. Um, yeah. So th- there was a there was a quote from uh, the book. So it's an excerpt from Serial Poisoner, Rachel Stout, Stout, S T A U D T E, referring to poisoners as always being the quiet ones, uh, because in 2012, her and her mother murdered her dad Mark and her brother Sean by spiking their drinks with antifreeze. They were on the way to wiping out the entire family, including a 12-year-old sister, when they took daughter and sister Sarah to the emergency room after dosing them with the same drug, not to save their life, but because Rachel was grossed out by the thought of her sister dying in the house. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, just when you think, like, God, like, are these people even real? Are they just like? Do they exist in a fictional world of serial killers? That's in someone's sick mind, but they exist in flesh and blood, and that's their thought. That's their way of thinking to do it's shit mad. like this. It's mad. What is wrong with humans? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Um, I, I have a list that's that's probably about several billion words long. Yeah, I, I, I shan't bore you with it here, but the the whole thing from from the group was kind of like, um, and it's it's either going to be incredibly intriguing for some people or just really just nerdy and silly. Um, but we we kind of we kind of pose each other like thinking games uh, and, yeah. and kind of riddles like and whatnot. Like if you've got um, if you've got um, uh, I don't know. 
a, a, a guy mid thirties, quite active, uh, works from home a lot. Um, is is physically fit. Is quite big built. Uh, likes to take care of himself. Eats okay. Uh, you know, if <laughs> discounting today, uh, you know, <laughs> but 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 by and large, uh, yeah, eats okay. Is asthmatic. Um, how would be best to poison him in the most secretive way, right? And 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 these these kinds of things because you're having you're having to think through the laundry list of um that Phoebes has just gone behind the green screen and gone it's very green <laughs> well yes <laughs> right. I mean, that's yes. an observation right there she's yeah. she's picking it up <laughs> well you know it's 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 got to start somewhere right it's got to start somewhere um but but that's the thing with the games uh in uh, odd to phrase it as a game but we do phrase it as a game there we are deal with it right um <laughs> Not you, because I know you've heard all this kind of shit before. (laughs) (laughs) He poisoned them. Um, No. Um, So you're having to think through all of the uh, all of the available applications from the average household, where you could introduce them into as part of a routine. What the initial presentations would be of a change in uh, of a change in like a homeostasis. What would go first? Would it be? Uh, exacerbating the shortness of breath? Would it be becoming physically weaker? You, you know, these kinds of things, the slow deterioration, because to go from, hey, I'm, I'm happy living my life, dead, that's that's quite that's quite obvious. And uh, yeah. in, in terms of the poisoners in that regard, it's not really... Um, it's not really the Maybe, way to... Yeah. It's, not, it's not cricket, old bean. That's, that's not how we do it. Right? That's, that's not how we do it. Jimmy was doing backflip last night, and this morning he's thrown up his liver. I think there's something in this. The, the game is afoot. No, it's not. It's his insides. They're coming out. They shouldn't be. Um <laughs> Oh, the Evan sketch when he just shits all his organs out into it. (laughs) (laughs) But we, as a as a country, actually have arguably the most prolific poisoner of all time. Can you think of who this is? Uh... And I say arguably because I don't know the full scope of human history on the topic. So. That's that's kind of me qualifying that. He, I'll give you a clue. Oh. Um, uh, I'm going. Let me go through something that just something that doesn't just obviously tell you who it is. Uh, oh, there, there we go. Born on the 14th of January, 1946. <laughs> one one of his nicknames was the Angel of Death. Angel of Death. Yeah. Has himself had many a dark joke written about him. He was that's when he was born, nineteen forty six. Um what else? He's uh he was he's from Nottingham. Uh, his other nickname was Doctor Death, if that helps. Oh god. Uh, this is the dude that was looking after old people. Was he Schaefer? Schaffer? What's his face? D- Doctor. Dendro- yeah, Shipman. Harold Shipman. Shipman. Doctor Shipman. Yeah. Shipman. Doctor Schaffer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
definitely can't adopt for that, is yeah, it? That's, uh, that's from the film Inspect Her Gadget. That's what it I'm is. Either that, or you've got impressionists on the brain. I think there's a there's a, like a, a social media pr- uh, impressionist guy whose name is Schaefer Bates, um, which I, I I hope is his actual name. I've no idea, um, but 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 I hope is his actual oh, right name. Uh, now now uh, Shipman, um, which which I don't understand. It, it says here in terms of his bio uh, that Harold Frederick Shipman, known to his acquaintances as Fred. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just all the old people in How does that work, first of all? Right. I'm Ben, but once we've become yeah. friends, you can call me Dave. <laughs> Would it be weird if you said, call me Fred? You know, like like Fred West. Because that's not that, hint enough. <laughs> that, that may be why. That may be why. That, you know, and one of one of the dark jokes um, uh, about uh, uh, Dr. Shipman was uh, why is Harold Shipman one of the worst doctors in the world? Because he has no patience. Oh, right. wow. Um, oh, there it is. There it is. I thought it was going to be a trick question for a minute. I thought it was going to be like the owner of Weatherspoons because technically he's provided poison to many a folk. <laughs> no, that guy's just a bell end. Um, so in 1974, he took his first position as a general practitioner at the Abraham Ormerod Medical Center in Todmorden, which if you don't mm. know Todmorden, uh, Darren Brown did uh, one of his specials in Todmorden about the perception of luck, um, which uh, may or may not have been contributory to why he, why he chose that, right? So here we go. Here's a, here's a breakdown of, uh, of his kind of modus operandi. Uh, Shipman's last victim uh, was Kathleen Grundy, who was found dead at her home on the 24th of June, 1998. He was the last person to see her alive. He later signed her death certificate, recording the cause of death as old age. Grundy's daughter, lawyer, yo Angela Woodruff, uh, became concerned when solicitor Brian Burgess informed her that a will had been made, apparently by her mother, with doubts about its authenticity. The will excluded Woodruff and her children, but left £386,000 to Shipman. Well, like, yeah. Grundy, uh, like, uh, not the smartest Wait, man that, in the world. It's not very subtle. I mean, if you were going to attempt to get away with something like that, at least... Make it slightly plausible not to. Oh, she just left me everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so basically, what he did apparently um, was he he basically upped their pain medication, their various pain medications that they were on, to um, to to exacerbate anything else that was currently happening inside of them till they eventually succumbed to that illness. So it looked like they had either uh, misdosed themselves over time so they've given themselves too much or uh their their condition had gotten like it gotten the best of them right um so like there there was a lot of i'm trying to remember what it was called um he would have got away with this as well wouldn't he if he hadn't slipped up with the will yeah that was the last one that was the last one of course by that time they've they've tracked him back there dimorphine dimorphine i looked over there like yeah, um, yeah, do I have any? Do I have any left? No. Um, Tell me the dimorphine. It's, it's used in the treatment of cancer patients for pain. Um, but it's also... Oh, yeah. on, 
yeah, it's it's also one of um, uh, uh, one of the foundational ele- elements of heroin. Yeah, raising the bar. Yeah, I believe if uh, if memory serves, uh, it's actually known as medical heroin uh, in, medical in, cer- in in certain fields, right? Um, Imagine scoring off some bloke under a tunnel and he's just like, it's not normal heroin, it's medical heroin. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> this seems legit. <laughs> yeah, in it. Uh, greetings, Damaris. Greetings, Damaris. Nice to see you. Or hear from that. you. I can't actually see you. That's That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> Are you a force ghost? Exactly. Uh, arguably, we shouldn't see them. They were terrible. Um we, we we have to talk. We have to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi after after this goes out. Oh yeah, we um, watched. <laughs> well, hello there. Um, <laughs> hello there. Uh, hello. But the the argument maintains that because he was merely a, a prolific poisoner, he uh, he has since gotten away with killing up to two hundred and fifty people. Jesus Christ! Two hundred and fifty people that didn't need to die. Died yeah. at his hands, all right. So it, it kind of got I, me thinking about um, some uh, some of the some of the things that may pass us by unnoticed, and in a weird way. And I'll preface this even further: it is a very weird way. It is <clears> a very weird way. It's a little like the joke at the start. Uh, in in that, we've got all of this obvious stuff around us. Yeah. Um, that with with the right person in the right setting can use this to their advantage to create something yeah. terrible. Absolutely, right. yeah. And but I've got a uh, I've got a forensic profile of the uh, of the personality of a of a poisoner, which is uh, which is which is quite concerning again. Uh, but just to, just to oh. kind of. <laughs> Yeah, just to kind of um, uh, 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 what's the word? Qualify uh, the observations uh, of of this study. It's it's of convicted poisoners, mm-hmm. right? So that's the kind of straw poll that they've taken and been able to examine. Um, it's a little yeah. like you know the guys from Mind Hunter when they go in yeah. and they talk to these killers and take notes and look towards their motives and the like. A similar thing, basically a similar thing's gone on here. Yeah, so, I thought for a minute then you into we've got a live poisoner <laughs> on with us tonight <laughs> this is malcolm <laughs> <laughs> i I'm, I'm doing it to myself right now technically um yeah exactly there we go um so uh, convicted poisoners also have a sense of inadequacy for which they compensate through a scorn of authority a strong need for control, wish fulfillment fantasies, and a self-centered, exploitative, interpersonal lifestyle, often either spoiled as a child or raised in an unhappy home. Some experts liken the poisoner's personality to an incorrigible child whose immature desire for his or her own way leads him or her to try and control and manipulate the world. It's as if the poisoner never grew up and is determined to take what he or she wants, just as a child would, from a candy store. Oh God! Now, I, I next time in trial, I'm going to fear it. <laughs> just to uh, just to uh, 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 pop in Iago's comment here, talking about drugs. 
my kind of place. Well, <laughs> for a minute, I thought that said, "Come to my place." <laughs> <laughs> Why? What have you got? Medical? Maybe, maybe, maybe slide into Iago's DMs. Maybe you know. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not taking any aspersions. Uh, personally, if I was going to go for medical grade anything, it would be medical grade cookie dough, uh, and that would be the thing oh. for me. Oh, yeah, be I, my deal. Oh, mate, I uh, I I ordered some uh, some cookie dough uh, of of which I applied to be a tester for the company. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I did, but uh, it's 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 oh, raw man. it's raw cookie dough that you can eat from uh, you know like a pot or whatever. Uh, well, yeah. it's, you can you can eat it off a shovel if you wanted. It doesn't really matter because uh, it's <laughs> raw. Like whatever you, you can do, what you want with it. It's like it's like Cadbury's <laughs> cream egg. How do you eat yours? Um, <laughs> It sounds like you've found a place where you can mine this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the that would be where my supervillain lair would be in the mine of cookie dough. Uh, but but basically, it's it's cookie dough and Reese's uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh! Mm. Oh, that sounds devilishly fit. Which is how the mm. team would poison me <laughs> with cookie dough. They poison my cookie dough or my cookies because when, like only cross the line and they're not allowed back in the group. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I definitely broke some bones. They they, <laughs> they were they were they were threatening the second love of my life. So yeah. no, no, that's not true. The third love, the third love of my life. Um, so that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. You know, let's go, Ben Smash. Uh, anyway, but that that was that was the kind of. Um, uh, uh, way into poisoning me considering i it's not this isn't an actual term bear in mind but this is one of the terms that, that, that kind of we coined as part of the group i hyperdose which is uh which is basically a fancy way of saying binge <laughs> right it's, it's basically a fancy way of saying binge uh in that i don't i don't have them that often uh yeah. but when, but when i do i go to town Right, I, I I go to town. True, we, um, we find him on the floor in some attic in some suburban neighbourhood where he's uh, unconscious, and we have to drag him to the hospital, and they make him regurgitate the cookie dough. Never. And then he's my, in. My, my body would my body wouldn't give that back. I'd kind of like <laughs> metabolize it into my DNA or something like that. You know, I'd be part man, part cookie. Um, <laughs> cookies over there. Like, <laughs> you're gonna do what now? <laughs> <laughs> this is the next experiment <laughs> <laughs> but but the whole thing it, it was kind of uh, it became a really interesting thought experiment which again mm. i know i sound it sounds pretentious in and of itself but the these are these are things that you kind of have to practice if you're looking at uh, uh, people reading and problem solving uh, uh, what is a riddle if it's not a thought experiment yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> what is that uh, i think like, it, this is important in real life as well because it can happen in as a as a sometimes just a very frightening daily occurrence uh one of the things that happened recently involving poisoning that's quite a big thing in england was that is it the salisbury poisonings and people saw two was it russian diplomats yeah. or a diplomat and his daughter on a bench in Salisbury, uh, basically just going into cardiac arrest because mm-hmm. wherever they were on that bench where it was placed there with a the restaurant beforehand they'd been to, it was killing them. And 
if you know in a way people have recognized the effects of a certain poison stuff like i think eventually people cottoned on but they had to just you know quarantine them off because something was going, going wrong and it was good to have knowledge of those sort of things happening due to people because technically it could endanger your life if you saw something like that and you didn't know what was going on and you went to help you may be affected yourself absolutely. so it's weird yeah, yeah absolutely I, I couldn't agree more, uh, but well, yeah. I want to I want to carry that point on as well because it's 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 a salient point. But just to say as well for those uh, listening to the audio version of this, Miss Riffraff's just said, is uh, so what you're saying is if anyone if anyone wanted to do a kidnap on me, uh, they just need to leave a trail of cookies into a cage. Um, <laughs> yes, that that would yeah. work. If anyone's seen the way that Peter Griffin cha- uh, traps James Woods, pretty much the same thing. Oh, cookie, oh, cookie, oh, cookie, and then I'd say I'm under the under the box again, um, into the crevice of Nicholas Cage, where he keeps you. <laughs> Frightening. Um, that's like the the follow up to his uh, to film, the unbearable weight of massive body odor. Um, uh, but. So the, the the Salisbury poisonings. Just to, to yeah. kind of circle that back, do you know who caught the people um, that uh, that done the poisonings? Do you know who caught them? No, no. The super recognizers. No way! Wow, yeah, that's the awesome. Super, the super recognizers. All, all intertwines. Right. It's it's almost like we planned it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Some cookie doing it, man. <laughs> like literally, I'll, I'll I'll say to Adam, "What are we going to talk about? Poison? Great, let's do it." <laughs> and, and we're in. Win, and here we are. Exactly. That's that's the same attitude I have towards performing. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Uh, that's, that's pretty much what happened. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was quite an enlightening tale to to hear the lady talk about how they did it. Um, uh. Uh, as part of the lecture, uh, mm. but also was made especially funny by the fact that her parrot in the background just kind of echoed everything that she was saying. So it was, <laughs> it was she was like she chime in and go, "Hello, my name's Kelly." My name's Kelly. Ah. Okay, great, <laughs> lovely. That's, that's that's really nice. <laughs> but it was the whole time. It's the whole time. And like it, either the parrot was basically the size of an elephant, or like it was an open plan house that she was in because she'd moved it away a couple of times, but you could still you could still hear it, you could still hear it. How would you not break down, cry? Oh, I won't be able to keep it straight. You do what's allowed to do in Zoom meetings. You turn your camera off. You, <laughs> you turn your camera off. <laughs> but to come back to the, uh, the, the kind of salient points that you were making, right, uh, and and the whole reason that poisons are very often considered uh, uh, the most difficult thing to detect, it's it's very easy to ascribe um, once once you run out of methods and go, nah, they were poisoned. Yeah, that's okay. it's very easy to do, but the the detection of it that's that's the difference. That's the that's the the, the you know the real crux. Uh, of the scenario, so, so I've been uh, I've been looking a lot into this recently for for one reason or another, and um, which I can I can tell you I can tell you about afterwards be, behind closed doors, 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 uh, and the like. I don't know what I don't know what doors are, uh, but they're closed, and I can I can tell you behind them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 
the, the the kind of presentations that can come along from this it's it's very easy to miscommunicate the whole well they've just got a cold or they're just not feeling well or it's a bug or it's you know or it's or it's covid uh, and the like because there are a number of poisons that would that would replicate the uh, 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 you know the similar uh, lack of taste uh, uh, and the, and the kind of f- uh, foamy, spongy sensation in the mouth, and the d- difficulty breathing, and, and this kind of thing. You know, you might assume uh, COVID, go to a you know a station to get tested, follow the procedure with all of the masks and whatnot, and end up infecting everyone else as a result because it's a different kind of topical poison that's applied. The recognition of uh, the uh, honest, the, the the recognition of of all of these additional traits come from a wider understanding of the science that goes into it, and the reason. It, it it kind of comes back full circle to why I find it so interesting as a problem is, well, not not a problem per se, as in it's wrong, but as in a a, a, a challenge, a, a, like a puzzle. Um, yeah, it's probably it's probably the better word. In that it's uh, it's a little like uh, uh, mental health concerns, in in that they are the they are the invisible illness, right? It's uh, if someone's depressed and it's misdiagnosed, or they're just sad, or they whatever, don't talk to them. They're just they're just grumpy or whatever. Um, if they are, you know, uh, in a in a mania state, oh, they're on a. There's many people I've I've seen in a in a in a state of like a hyperactivity mania as a result of bipolar, when uh, their friends around them are going, oh, he's had a couple of coffees today. You look at him go, oh no. What? This, this is this is a this is a you're his friend. This is a cry for help. What is happening right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like He's honest, surprised. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, honest. They may as well have just gone. Oh, he's always doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. What? And that's <laughs> what? God help me, being near you guys. If I uh, ever need medical attention. <laughs> Well, I kind of think based on that, like uh, the, the kind of trouble I could get into in a pensioner's home. Once I become a pensioner, bear in mind, it's a very different kind of trouble if I go in there now. Um, but the, the, the kind of trouble that I could get, get into would be uh, would be just awesome. Uh, uh, not for everyone else, to be honest. Um <laughs> Uh, but the, the the initial breakdown following the, uh, the the forensic profile of this person being, you know, the, the feelings of inadequacy, you tend to see that uh, uh, these quite almost ridiculous lies come out yeah. of it, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a name of somebody that fits this profile completely, um, right? Um, <laughs> right? These these kind of these. Of, uh, what are you? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. like two a tea, two a two a tea. Um, Share uh, drinks with that. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, it, what it comes with on the other side is uh, uh, is, a, is a is a grander understanding of implications. In mm. that, um, if I tell this lie, then I have to tell another bigger one later because it gets me more love, right? Don't get me yeah. wrong; it's a, it's a kind of really skewered understanding of the implications that can come from it but there is an understanding nonetheless um uh, in, in that for somebody to understand routine and exposure and the kind of uh, 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 interpersonal relationships that they can manipulate to, to un- have an understanding of routine and and opportunity uh, uh, and and these kinds of techniques to try and get these materials into the person themselves, you know, save th- just throwing them really hard in their direction. 
because that's not very obvious and is you know a little fraught with danger if you hand eye coordinations yeah. a little bit. Can't get a you know brick sized paracetamol and just hope for the best with that one. So um, I I don't know. I'm I'm sure this is probably available online somewhere, but uh, one of the guys from the group <laughs> sent me what can only be described as a cookbook, but for but for. <laughs> <laughs> but four, and its title is Common Homicidal Poisons. <laughs> Light reading. Light reading. It's well it's it's only seventy two pages long. It's only, it's only it's only seventy two pages long, right? But if you look at the yeah. first one, um it's uh it's it's more fancier name is the ethylene glycol poisoning, which is your antifreeze poisoning. And the like, All right. uh, uh, and it comes from uh, the, the the simplest of alcohols known as wood alcohol. Um, mm. So you would find this in uh, in various thinners um, and the like. Uh, it's colourless as well. It's got a slight alcoholic odour to it. Um, it's very water soluble, um, and, and it and it can absorb twice its weight in water. Right. The the only after after effect of this is it's got a it's got a burning taste at the back of your throat, but it does have a sweet taste as well. Right. Uh, this okay. is why that's in terms of uh, you know accidental ingestion. It's it's commonly ingested by pets. Uh, uh, you know, kind of domesticated pets, yeah. cats, dogs. Um, you know, uh, uh, birds, uh, house cats, wild animals, a bear. Whatever you, whatever you keep lying around the house, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, well, but to that end, right? This the the easiest way to poison someone in that area using uh, the antifreeze method would be alcohol. Uh, Covers yeah. it all. Covers yeah, it all. Yeah. And all you need is each and every time you go for a few drinks, whatever. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't right. pressurize it. And bear in, me, bear in mind, I'm not trying to educate anybody on how to poison somebody. But if you think of it from a thought experiment kind of route, how you would do this, it becomes obvious if you're trying to force people to drink and eat, you know, thing, things when they don't want to. Um, yeah. You've got to you've got to get it into their system naturally. So every time you go out, couple of couple of drops in their drink. And it builds 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 until they start to deteriorate and show the first presentations that come along with this kind of thing. Now, if you look at the, uh, <laughs> it's it's not even like what would be considered PC in this book. There is the top there. There is it's kind of broken down as, as chapter headings. Uh, yeah. Like this this chapter heading for for antifreeze poison is uh, is how it kills. Is the how? So, so the compound is oxidized in the body by the enzyme alcohol uh, dehydrogenase into the more toxic compound formaldehyde, more commonly found in mortuary parlors, which in turn is further oxidized by aldehyde dehydrogenase to formic acid, the same compound that gives ants their sting. All that means is you metabolize it. Yeah, basically, that's that's what that means. You you absorb it. You know, you know, like um, when you drink alcohol, you eventually it makes its way through your system, and if you drink too much, you you metabolize some of it and you get drunk. You don't pee enough yeah. out, right? Mm. Same as said with this, you don't pee enough out of what you're drinking, so you metabolize the poisonous parts. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's just where uh, the come to play. Yeah. Exactly. This is uh This is a. Uh, this is exposure uh, over time. Right. They, they, this right. is the things. Right. Very and, minimal. Yeah. And in and, and in terms of the um uh the the, the kind of symptoms, the presentations, the mm. um the the confusion the the confusion element that comes along with diseases. It's uh, it it can kind of give you uh, uremia, uh, diabetic ketoacidosis, alcoholic ketoacidosis. So there's the the automatic uh, uh, you know ascription towards things like abuse of um, uh, 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 recreational things, you know that one yeah. might get in a bar. Um, I mean, even more so if you live in a country where you can where you can buy marijuana legally, you can't do that here. But you know, even more so uh, in a country where you can do that, you know, there's there's more confusion around that area, uh, and lactic acidosis, but which can lead to things like uh, 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 sepsis, septicemia, uh, and and this kind of things. Which uh, which if you don't know, that's that's a no no as far as your organs are concerned. Yeah, that's uh, that's you. Uh, that's yeah, you. That. That's you. That. On your way up to see St. Peter. St. Peter's the one outside of the pearly gates, isn't he? <laughs> so that's how you get there. That's how you get yeah. on the show. He's up here. Pete, come here. Hey, Pete. You ain't Pete. How's it going? Um, <laughs> the ceiling. Yeah, so the, the, th- the thing about this is, is it goes into the full details of levels that would affect either the blood first or the brain first or the liver first or the kidney first or... Heaven forbid you come into contact with some of their urine first. You know they've they've got cases oh, cited in term. Well, you know exactly. We've <laughs> all seen those German videos. We've all seen them. Um, we've part of them. I mean, yeah. seen them. <laughs> we've got to get filming credits somewhere. Um, uh, but yeah, next up in the list is the is arsenic uh, as well. It's often administered uh, in food or drink. Obviously, yeah. the, this, uh, the, the kind of confusion element is for things like gastroenteritis or neurological disease, which is basically mm. a stomach ache from hell or you're losing your marbles. Um, it, very often found as part of uh, uh, the, the results, the autopsies, the, the, you know, the collection of data, whether it be in food, beverages, medications, blood, urine, gastric content, hair, nails, mm. and uh, any organs that they pull out as part of the autopsy. But it, it, it goes on, mate, and it's it's quite shocking, you know, it, it, in terms of the various different options. But botulinus <laughs> toxin, cyanide, the cyanide ch- chapter is quite big, actually, which is a, a little unsettling, to say the least. Um, I, I struggled <laughs> with this word. Sodium fluoroacetate, which was another one, um, yeah. which with th- this is the one that you can kind of, uh, if you tweak it with a few extra things and create a topical formula for it, for it you can create COVID. Um COVID, COVID symptoms, sorry, just before all the tinfoil hat wearers burst. I'm at a market in Wuhan by any chance. <laughs> you can create the symptoms of of, uh, of the viral infections, right? Because basically, if you look at the sodium fluoroacetate, it's kind of like a, a, a base product to add, uh, to add yeah. a, a viral infection qualities to it, which can be everything from, I don't know, let's think of a really obscure one, uh, a, a syphilis. Right, uh, it can be it can be everything from syphilis to to COVID, um, so you can you can create these these kinds of uh, uh, appearances and presentations. Work, by the way, <laughs> just to replicate symptoms of COVID. Right, don't don't do it. Ain't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Get your shots, kids. Um, 
<laughs> which I'll, I'll, rephr- I'll rephrase for our American audience. Um, uh, uh, get your jabs um, because shots would be a, a very different thing over there. Um, we don't talk about the high school. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about alcohol, sir. What are you talking about? You terrible human being. This is this is life. We don't have a chance to edit that out anymore. Oh um, dear. So we've got um uh, uh heavy metal poisons in that in the like of thallium. Um and like honest, we've got cited books. I've got four pa- four no, sorry, five pages of of material on uh on the prosecutions for toxicology. The, uh, the understanding of how it's performed. You you often hear as part of um, uh, uh, most detective shows and the like, you know, whatever kind of hole you want to pigeon them into. Um, I don't know if that's the right way of saying that, but whatever. Um, that uh, it only shows up on the toxicology report when you test for it, or it's or it's the basic kind of uh, uh, exponents that come out of this, which is which is true, which is true in certain places, but not everywhere. Uh, but it, 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 the, these types of presentations can't take into account the kind of homemade poisons that can come out of this. Mm. They, they can't take that into account because there's so many variables. It would be like trying to find a needle in a haystack of needles and there is a, a, a colony of haystacks on planet, planet Needletron. <laughs> He knows our name. He knows our home planet. <laughs> See, like a little nail come in. Um, <laughs> then we'll be right back. <laughs> hook you out that way around. Um, but yeah, so I, I, kind, I kind of found it um, uh, interesting because we, we do a lot of. We, I mean, we have a lot of fun and we have a lot of jokes uh, and we, we talk about a lot of not really serious stuff and then we, we talk about techniques and. Uh, patients and whatnot so I, yeah. I thought why why not see how this kind of thing would be applied to a challenge oh you're breaking up mate not with you oh. hello Spe- you speaking i'm still speaking i'm still speaking you, you're going up you in and out mate i don't know what's happening then anymore your your, it's, your your visual's fine, but your audio sounds like your mic's cutting out in bits. Okay, maybe if anyone's still in the comments, they can let me know. Uh, it's all fine. Can... All good. We're all good. All good. All good now. Okay. Okay. So that was either the position of the mic, or that was the worst plank, prank that's ever been played. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Got you. <laughs> <laughs> the most okay. important. Podcast. Okay. Yeah. So there was uh, there was issues from my side. Uh, everyone was hearing it as well. So thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, guys. But uh, so I'll, I'll kind of sum up what I was saying um, uh, uh, ahead of time. Like we we uh, we make a lot of fun of things on the podcast. We talk about a lot of techniques and applications and Holmesian related material and how the implications of this can be understood in the real world. Uh, what would that be like if we if we cranked up the pressure? If we cranked up the expectations? But if we cranked up the variables? Because very often mm. when we when we read a person in a particular scenario or place, it's like four or five different things that it could be. Yeah. Right? I'm not, It's not an exact number. Of course it's not. It will change from situation yeah. to situation. But th- th- there's a small handful of things that it could be. When you start looking down this kind of rabbit hole, there are a number 
of of things that it could put uh, that it could be a, a, a great deal higher um uh, higher than that so what i have started to uh, uh, encourage this thought exercise as not an understanding of how to you know kind of spot poisoning or uh, or how to protect yourself from those who might poison because that's lunacy um but merely as uh, merely as an act of opening our gaze further to the possibility mm. of detail that can be um that that can be coming around um one second jennifer's made a good point uh does your book mention insulin yes yes it does yes it does um quite a frightening array of of things that can happen with uh, certain treatments for for diabetes but yeah this, this is one of those things like i say it may be available online i don't know i'm not claiming that it's anything kind of secretive uh, I, i'm just this is something that i was sent <laughs> you know it's 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 just one of those things um so yeah i it's more of an exercise of understanding bigger implications of uh, of action versus reaction versus cause versus effect versus you know everything else that can happen right you might look at somebody and you know think that they don't like you for whatever reason whereas if you're me i don't hide it i might be sitting there like this um <laughs> you know just just to make that just to make that really oh, obvious he's behind a bush with a gun <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it, it kind of it kind of sprung out of that area in uh i i and again i i can only speak from from my own subjective reality to make it sound yeah. a lot more lofty than it actually is um but it, it certainly provided me with a with a deeper understanding of what might actually be going on beneath the surface when you consider the full remit of options that are available right uh, like we 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 would pose different because obviously we talk about you know things like reading people and and, and puzzles and, and and implications of the material after the fact when it came away from medicine, but it would be things like um, uh, 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 running up the stairs. What does it mean? Well, you could be running to someone, running away from someone, running to compensate for an injury. Uh, uh, you've left the TV on, you've left the bath running, you need the bathroom, um, there's something upstairs that you need to get and bring back downstairs quickly because you're doing something, and you're like, that's just running upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> different variables of what it could be. <laughs> exactly, Which and all of those variables become individually different from person to person there's no presentation that people will do of the same thing in the same way much like the you know when you look at the the various different kinds of sepsis um uh, that can happen like from from antifreeze poisoning if we were both being poisoned and i'm not saying that we are but we are but if, if we if we were being poisoned we would we yeah. would present our we would present our pains in in different ways right we, yeah we would um which reminds me of uh, the first time i was diagnosed with my kidney stones um I, I was i was sat in the in the walk-in center kind of holding my side rocking back and forth biting the chair uh i was i was in so much pain uh and so i i got i got seen uh by the doctor yeah who then uh walked quite quickly out of the room which as a reader of people isn't a good thing to see um so he he worked he walked out of the room quite quickly and maybe maybe seven or eight minutes later uh the paramedics come running into the building where is, oh and do, and do that at me 
right? Apparently, <laughs> apparently he told them that I've got sepsis. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but, and the, the, I forget the, the, the female paramedic's name, but uh, she came in and she said to him, no, if he had sepsis, he may be dead now. <laughs> You're a bit slow, lads. <laughs> like, that is pick up the pace next hell, time. That is a, that is a hell of a misdiagnosis. But oh, the uh, uh, the 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 thing the thing that comes out of that, right? The thing that comes out of that is yeah. uh, 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 when you read about uh, Shipman uh, and the yeah. like. There are still a good number of people that think. Granted, it's only a think because proving it especially within the medical field would be mm. that much harder as a result because all of these things yeah. are readily available paperwork can be forged and the like but they think that there is still a number of undiagnosed poisoners within the industry so that's crazy right i mean How uh, is that? just as a point of reference for a little bit of watching uh, if you're looking for a recommendation to stuff to watch that's relevant to this after, there's a show on Netflix called My Worst Neighbor, I think it's called. Um, my Worst Roommate. My Worst Roommate, not My Worst Neighbor. My Worst Roommate. Uh, first episode, old granny that basically poisons half uh, her sort of friendship group that where she's living. She gets person after person inside a house that she's living at. And each one of them, she, in one way or another, poisons and tries to change their will and all sorts and, you know, rob them blind, that kind of thing. But how she does it is very similar to what you were saying, like an over-the-time over time kind of process. And it's very interesting to watch. And that sort of highlights what you were saying there. I think that that shows that this stuff is happen, happening and it shows that it's still happening and, and has happened. And the poisoners, you know, as a profession, I've never... I never looked at it before. It's like there's a proper way to do it, but my God, there is a know. proper way to do it, right? Uh, but yeah, like, so, so, so since we read this, um, uh, no, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Since we started this whole study group, um, yeah. I, I started reading profiles, like the actual kind of police work uh, that that went behind the people that were convicted, and and at this stage, I've I've read triple figures. So we're we're talking like uh, 110, 111 different ones at the minute because I'm I kind of read two or three at a time. Thanks to thanks to Speechify. Because uh, that thing reads, it, honest, it's it's a gift. Let me just give you a, a quick little thing. It's kind of tripled my productivity. It's been amazing. Um, so it's it, it, Speechify. You basically uh, upload books to it and stuff. So uh, I'm going through a, a, an MIT document on uh, situational awareness. Right, and it and it will and it will read it to me, but it will read it to me uh, at like because uh, I've, I've taught I've taught myself to speed read over the years, and so I, I could read I could read quite quickly, but I would have to actually sit there and and read, which I still love to do. Uh, there's nothing yeah. better than reading an actual honest to goodness book. But when I'm on the move and I still want to read things and and do whatever, it's nice to have it read to me at the same pace. But it's like, like a guy yes, I get that. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. I understand your language. Take uh, me yeah. to 
Uh, you you can get um, AI voices as well uh, that come along with that. Uh, anyway, the, the the point that I was going to make before we start to wrap up was uh, I've not crunched the numbers, more, more of an observation that I've made at this stage. There are a couple of other singular anomalies, but the one thing that comes out in terms of motive for the poisoners is either like a reclamation of power that they were robbed of in their youth so they're trying to get it back from people that they see as an archetype of this person that robbed it from them you know like take that daddy that that kind of thing or they're doing it to change wills to to leave to leave money to themselves right which you would think how better to paint an x on your back than getting people to change their wills in your name if I my God, just hello, uh, yeah. hello, You're really silly. You're doing it wrong. Hello, you've got the withdrawal to do something complicated like poison someone in a correct way, but you somehow fail in tidying that up with getting yourself not involved in this sort of situation. Just doing that at the end of it is kind of like anti sort of intelligence to to what they applied to the whole thing they were doing in the first place. Absolutely. It's like if we were playing football, it's like going through the whole team, going past the goalkeeper. It's an open goal, then turning around and kicking it back up the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, uh, Jennifer what? says that uh, Shipman's mother was found dead in her chair with a cup of tea at her side, left a victim posed the same way in her home. Wow, isn't Creep. he a delight? He's a lovely he a del- man. Yeah, a delightful person who looks like Santa. Um, so. <laughs> him coming down your chimney no no, no, absolutely i i would refuse to make every joke that would come along with that as well um but there we are uh uh, (laughs) so so yeah um that that's our brief little look at uh at poisoning no doubt it will return because i found uh, i found several cases for us to for us to put through uh, uh and and get back to the implications of uh sherlockian storytelling uh, and the uh, the the way this is kind of revealed to the world in the light of day. It's an ugly light of day when you look at poisoning and the like. But yeah, so we we, we hope you've enjoyed this, guys. Uh, a little bit off the beaten track. We've got a fantastic song to plays out till. Just as a you know, a nice little ending to wrap the show up. Have we said our goodbyes? Let's let, bye. I, I want the song. <laughs> bye. Bye. Play it. Won't play it now, will it? <laughs> You'll play an advert instead. This is, us, this is us in so, a nutshell. <laughs> the joke's dead now. The joke, Ben, the joke is done. I'm now on advert, two out of two. There you We're going to get in so much trouble when we post that tomorrow. Like, YouTube's going to be like, copyright, you can't have that. Copyright, copyright, you can't have that. Go away. Pe- copyright, put it, cut it out, put it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll put up a little sign. Insert cool song here, minus yeah. advert here. <laughs> you're very welcome jennifer thanks for tuning in again and thanks to everyone else for for watching and listening to the live version obviously this Thank version you, will come out will come out tomorrow anyway but it will be less live in the fact that it won't be live at all um so um just in terms of uh next week as well um i haven't ironed down the actual uh, uh the actual 
days yet, but it's either going to be, uh, I think I said uh, to you it was either a Tuesday or a Thursday, didn't it? Yeah, that's one. Tuesday, Tuesday I think Tuesday. it was. Tuesday, yeah. I, I, I don't know, one of the two. Anyway. Either one. Either one. Uh, 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 we've we've got uh, my my well I'm, I haven't even asked him yet so I'm hoping I can get him. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, my my good friend Ryan, um, you may have seen him in the comments before, guys. Um, he's he's the guy that calls you Gareth. Um, hey, right? <laughs> oh, here Gareth. we go. We've got a question in. Uh, ben, may I ask you to watch some of Buck, some of Buck Howard the movie, or the Amazing Kreskin, a famous mentalist? Thanks for using. I've pretty much watched watched everything the the Amazing Kreskin has done. Um, uh, one of his uh, one of his uh, he's kind of infamous tricks for me. Everyone has their own favourites by uh, somebody, and no, that's not that's not fair because it's it's not really a trick. He does it uh, like somebody hides an object in the room and using the with the, the, the hellstromism, the muscle reading, the psychophysiological thought reading. Um, he's he's able to uh, thank you, my love. He's he's able to uh, find the object, and uh, we did this uh, a while ago, if you remember. Uh, in uh, I asked, uh, uh, I, I forget whether it was you or Charlie uh, to to hide a five pence, and yeah. um, you, 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 you it was hidden on the camera frame as well. So you're pointing it around, and there was one point where I'm going, you keep moving uh, in terms of your your. Te- I, I don't know what's happening. You keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've I've not I've not even heard of Buck Howard the movie, so I, I will I will definitely give that a watch. Um, absolutely, not not least of all because it for some reason it just reminded me of of Howard the Duck. So I'm probably going to live some nostalgia as well and and watch that movie too. Uh, but yeah, so guys, we wish you all well. I hope everybody is keeping safe and well wherever you are, and uh, we will talk to you all soon. Stay unpoisoned Bye. if you can. Uh. <laughs>